0: All right. So, um, I uh,
1: because I was scared. So I always uh, believe that there's a Harry Potter and a Batilda in this world. And
0: Testing.
1: Hey, how's everybody doing today? I'm with my friend Anya. Hi. It's a pretty wonderful story. Um, I'll start off by saying that We vibe at Manifest Minifest, and for those of y'all that's known me for several years, I go by Alex Manifestation. A lot of my friends know that I don't believe in coincidences, and we are here live in exit 111. And the crazy thing about it is that's my angel number, and that is the number of manifestation. And you can kind of guess where it goes from there. My life consisted of my thoughts to the physical world, I went to go dance, and I just wanted to have a good time. I wasn't trying to connect with everybody. I wasn't trying to go out of my way. I just wanted to come as I was, have fun, and go home. And on my way going home, I saw Anya, and I don't remember what you said.
0: (laughs) I said I like your dance stuff with the crystal thing. He had the crystal. It was cool. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, well, I mean, I did, I'd never see anyone else doing that. And just like you said, like, you were just being your authentic self. And I think that did, that did, it was cool to see that. Because it's like, wow, he just doesn't care. He's just clearing the space with this awesome, like, clear quartz, I think it was. So I was like, that's awesome. So I'd say something about it in the parking lot. And yeah, and then it was like a two-minute long conversation that I was like, dang, like, this is refreshing. This is a good, deep level So you don't meet people like that every day. Wow. Yeah.
1: What I was curious about throughout this month, like, what did you saw, what was your perspective? So it's nice to hear that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, it was just great. I was like, dang, I wish I could talk to this guy longer. Like it was two minutes in the parking lot and then we got distracted. He was cool. I mean, no, somebody needed help with their car or something. But no, it was nice. I just kind of like got to spill my my guts out about spirituality because I knew that you were like willing to listen and that you understood what I was saying. And I was like, okay, that's, that's neat. I don't meet people like that every day. Yeah, and that was my perspective is like the whole crystal dancing thing. I was like, that's hella dope. And then I said something about it and here we are. Yeah.
1: Where were you when I was dancing? Were you in the corner? I was or?
0: in the front. <laughs> I was in the front. So to talk about me, I'm pretty, I've been shy for a very, very long time. Pretty insecure. I don't go out of my like way to do anything fun in public. But the manifest thing, I was kind of vibing to the music. And I was like, you know what? I'm just, I really want to dance right now. And I've never danced in public or anything. Never even do it at home and I was doing it all the my whole group of people they're like I didn't know you could dance on you you're so good and everyone kept telling me how good I was and I was just doing it because it felt good to me and that was the first time I've ever done something like that and so I was in the front all by myself just doing my thing dancing and then I see some guy come up with this gold cloak and he has this crystal and you're doing all this cool stuff like clearing the space and I was like, yeah, that's so cool. And I was just surviving. But it did kind of help me connect in the moment in the very beginning with the music. And I was just doing that. And then I see this guy that, that literally was like clearing the space. and That made me very happy. So that was my first impression of you. Wow. Yeah. So you should do that more often. It was cool because I was like doing my own thing. And then you were just doing your own thing. And it's nice to see people like that. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. My perspective, uh... You had said something about wanting to be a high vibrational being in your group of friends. Yeah. Like you, you wanted to be somebody positive and you said like you weren't perfect, but you tried. And that was like a very honest, authentic thing to say. Nice.
0: <laughs> and it was your birthday. I remember that. You're like, it's my birthday. I was like, happy birthday. That's yeah. awesome. It was, it was yeah. the
1: day after, but it was like a celebration. Uh, into it was 4 a.m. Are you
0: serious? Yeah. It was, it was your birthday.
1: Yeah. It was it was crazy because like my last name my, my moniker manifestation and it to, to seeing that I'm like dude my boy invited me to this place I'm like you pretty much just the universe threw me a birthday party. Yeah, it did. It really did. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, what you're doing is actually what sounds like magic to me. Like dude, from a very very experienced mentor I've encountered in my life like. Therapist actually I was telling him about my anxiety and my fears and my sadness and that those are all like holding me back from what I Wanted in life, but his very advice was that it's like no like make that a tool for you Like and he had me visualize it in front of my hands like what is the shape of your sadness? Okay? What's the color of it imagine it vividly? Okay, hold it in your hands now try to push it back What kind of density is there so you have to imagine it you can't just because what I do is like He told me humans are naturally always trying to go for the pleasant experience You know, you're always like there's like the scale of like the uncomfortableness And then there's like the comfortability and people naturally want to be more happy and positive, but sometimes very real life It's like we are gonna be in those lower states and like what he's saying is don't fight it use it as a tool So I imagined it and he's like okay now go up and put it on the shelf and I was like, okay, so you put it on the shelf and through that you're working very thoroughly through your negative experiences and turning into a, a lesson of compassion you know and then you get to learn it and it's a tool and it's a strength not a weakness and it's very he said that's what magic is <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> i can't believe that he said that yeah <laughs> yeah it's very true and it kind of helps me it clicked in my head a lot because Whenever I do experience anxiety I tend to judge myself for it. I'm like stop it This is not the way it should be and what I'm doing is there is it's the very real thing about manifesting too. like I'm fighting the negativity with more negativity and what I'm gonna get is more negativity What I didn't realize is what he taught me is like okay So you treat your anxiety with care and you don't even judge the judgment don't even do that because then what you're doing Is just basking the negative what you have to do is accept all of it and love all of it You're being like okay I'm anxious right now. It's just a defense mechanism. I shouldn't hate myself for it. And the fact that I'm judging myself just means that I want to be the best version of me I can. Okay. So you're not even judging the judgment. You are loving all of it. And through that, the light penetrates the, the darkness up there. And that's how you win, ultimately. So, yeah, it's exactly what you're saying. It's like converting the negative to a positive. Yeah. Instead of just basking in the negative, which a lot of people tend to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, um Yeah, I know, it's cool, it's like uh, life-changing stuff, especially for someone like me, like it's very, I was stuck in the same mentality for a really long time, and my life is like changing immensely throughout my day, but it's all about the mindset, it's literally nothing is going to change your life besides action and your mindset, and a lot of those are, they're both intertwined. You know,
1: I'm curious, um, I always ask people this, sure. so what was like the bridging gap of how you, you tapped into your power, what happened, like did somebody cuss you out, did, did somebody just... Your
0: power, what do you mean? Like, like, uh, like
1: when, when you found your light, when you, okay. when you stuck with it till this day, that made you who you are.
0: I will tell you, there's a few catalysts, I've always been kind of a spiritual person, I've always just preferred to be that way, it makes my life a lot more meaningful but there's one time when i was standing in my backyard and i was just thinking about my future and i'm overwhelmed by my future and like how uncertain it is but i know i want to have big plans i just know it i I have big plans but to achieve them like there's all this inner stuff going on so i think it's when i realized that i can't change my outside world until i work on myself inside and i realized that like i have to get over my fears pretty much be work on being the best version of myself for others be good at socializing like i have to okay. pretty much do all achieve all my goals as a person if i want to ever succeed in my future as a big person <laughs> specifically with music like let's say i do get successful i have to keep that in mind that's a possibility and i won't be ready for it unless i work on myself and start by step 1 you
1: can't change the world unless you change yourself yes yeah that's yeah. what i realized and so
0: that was the catalyst for me. It's, it's, it's yeah. a common
1: thing to hear, but it's very important because you, Bruce Lee. This is one of my favorite quotes that could help change your life and change mine. Tell me. He said. Uh, he said something along the lines of, "I don't live up to your expectations. You don't live up to mine. So basically, if my parents want me to do something for them, will they do the same for me, or is it easier for them to tell me what's?
0: good? Uh, so when you
1: when you think like that, yeah. Like, are you? You can't expect something from somebody that won't do the same. Yeah. And I, and and that really yeah. changed my whole thing. yeah. Yeah.
0: That's great. <laughs> That's a big lesson too, and it's a really relevant one because we're social beings. We're naturally going to come across other people, and like Bruce Lee said, everyone has different expectations of the other one. And it's funny because my meaning I derived from that upon hearing when you said it was actually different than what you said, but we're saying is just as relevant. It's like you have to realize you can't change other people. And that kind of gives you the freedom to work on yourself. And for me, the the impression I got of what Bruce Lee said was like, you're, I think kind of similar, but like your perspective is your reality. So like why focus on what other people think of you when it's just going to be different anyways, like focus on you and then that's all that matters. <laughs> your perspective is your reality. But I think it's similar, right? I don't know. Yeah yeah
1: so uh, yeah you you said you do music yeah and you did it when you were ten years old. yeah tell me how that story went
0: yeah sure I'm glad you're asking um so I mean I grew up with a grand piano in the house and I was also the youngest kid in my whole family and I would see everyone else play the piano and I was just so jealous I was like I want to play that like that looks gorgeous and I remember any chance I would I would Ever since I was like tiny, I would play the piano. I would try. And it wasn't until I was like nine or 10, I remember I had made my first composition on it. Once I got good enough, I wrote a song and it kind of just went from there. To this day, I get musical ideas a lot. Every day I get a few. And when I say musical ideas, it's like a melody, I'll I'll hear, I'll hear the instruments, I'll hear the chord progression, I'll hear the words, whatever it is, just any idea for a song. So I'm a song composer and it just comes to me. And the challenge of it is, I think I briefly told you earlier, but it's the execution of it. It's like you have the idea and the idea is perfect, right? So it's in your head, it's imaginary, it's in a whole other realm. But the real challenge is bringing it to the physical realm, creating something tangible out of it that sounds remotely like what you heard in your head. So that's kind of my career I'm trying to pursue is like getting really good at songwriting and making it tangible and sharing it with the world. It's kind of terrifying. But that's the part of being an artist. You have to, like, show people. And so it took me a very long time to actually show my art to the world. It wasn't until I was, like, 16 or 17. And I'd already written thousands of songs at this point. That's all I would do, like, in front of my laptop. Yeah, like, for anything, I'm just messing around. Like, I have so many voice recordings. That's how I started voice memos. Pro tip as an artist write down your ideas like that's a help me that's the pro tip I'll give is like as an artist you're gonna forget like you tell yourself I'm not gonna forget this awesome idea It could be whatever it could be an idea for a movie It could be an idea for a book It could be some poetry it could be you know a drum beat It could be an art idea anything write it down because you're not gonna remember and Because of that I that was a big lesson I learned and now I have thousands of Ideas if I ever need somebody to, if somebody ever tells me to write a song, okay I have a library now and I can go through and they're all different it's each ideas. They're solid so just record it Okay, <laughs> so anyway, I started doing that and then evolved from just voice memos to using a software called I use logic Right now I use logic pro um, and I just produce I'm a multi-instrumentalist so I had to learn piano and guitar and singing in order to get those ideas out there um But through learning those instruments, I learned just as much, like, I love to perform, too. I'm not the best at the social part of it yet, but I do love to play instruments. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just the whole thing. I just love music. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, I have this one guide in my life and I came to him he's like a professional you know licensed therapist and stuff and so I came to him about my issues with like one day I was just really feeling the anxiety really feeling like the the darkness of the day and I just came to him and like about once a month I have like an existential crisis and I think that was around that time I was having one and so he told me something that really changed my life and this is fairly recent but I feel like it's going to kind of connect with you in some way he told me like same thing I was saying earlier like embrace the negativity but this time he was saying you know like emotions are information you know emotions are information it's like telling you that you know you feel a certain way and i actually cried in his office and i have a really hard time doing that like wow. a really hard time crying even when if i'm alone just because i've been taught wow. to be like wow I was, you know, taught by a very, like, kind of military dad, like, don't show your emotions, they're weak, you know, just be practical. And so recently, I've actually been embracing the concept of, like, crying in front of people and crying in public and crying when I need to. And he said, like, when I cried in his office, I was very embarrassed about it. And he he just handed me a napkin, a tissue, and he said, this is good, you know, you're releasing energy. And I was like, whoa, and this is yeah, just like this is a release of energy And that's when it really clicked for me like crying really is It's like an emotional thing, but it's almost more intuitive Than rationality right because like if you cry you are releasing emotions and energy But if you try to think there are problems sometimes like rational thought you just can't problem-solve something You know, I think you're talking about this like you're the type of person that likes to solve problems like when you meditate The negative things do come first because you like to have a solution for them. And so sometimes you can do that, but not through rational thought, through emotions and energy. And I love that you're telling me that there's a girl that burst out crying in your meditation thing. (laughs) Because I want to get to that point. I actually, I don't see it as a weakness anymore at all. I used to, but I would never judge someone if they cried in front of me. I would only judge myself if I cried in someone and I want to stop that. Stop judging yourself, Anya. <laughs> I
1: cried a lot. I was a crybaby uh, as a kid growing up. Yeah. shout out to my little brother. You're watching this. He knows. <laughs> my little brother, he's my he's my younger brother, but he saw me cry. And he would be asking, what are you crying about? Yeah. You know, if my mom would get mad at me. Yeah. But uh, I was a sensitive kid. Yeah. And I, I almost cried in, in front of you as I was listening to you talk about Aww. when we were mentioning how you gave positive energy to animals and stuff like that. Yeah. That that brought a lot of emotions because I, I, I need to some we need some purity in our lives that's why we love dogs and animals and children yeah. you know people flex pe- so people flex like oh no they but when you look at an animal yeah. your feelings change and i try to keep that same feeling in my heart when i'm out in public looking at somebody that's difficult towards me and and etc it's
0: beautiful yeah yeah it's a- <clears throat> I love, like, the idea, I like a lot of Buddhist principles. I'm a Buddhist. Yeah, that's awesome. I like a lot of them. And I think, like, someone mentioned, I don't, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like one of them, like, even in the face of the enemy, like, still be compassionate towards them. Like, love the people that are so difficult to love. And that way you're always winning. You know, I think that's like kind of among the lines of that. Yeah.
1: Oh, I could elaborate more on that. Yeah. So. So I, I say things that I do to y'all because uh, there's a lot of people when they watch something positive, they question, you know, they you don't hear people talk about the deeper stuff going on in life. So it took a long time for me to find that I could show love to my enemies, but it took to this point. Yeah. I just hope everybody understands and has a great day. Uh, I've had a great time with you. Me too. It
0: was <laughs> so good to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for uh, listening in. I hope this resonates. Listen to my music, it's pretty good. Mm.